you're listening to our show right now, and we love you for that. Be sure to subscribe and kindly leave a five-star review to show your support. This episode is brought to you by the new D9 Business Directory. Shop Greek-owned brands from a variety of categories. And if you are Greek, author, or business owner, add your profile today at d9business.com. Honoring those trailblazers who preceded us is just as important as leaving a legacy for those who will follow us. Greekly Speaking is about highlighting Greeks today who are creating positive change for tomorrow. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, welcome to Greekly Speaking. I'm Eric and joining me for this episode is Justin Artinet of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Justin was initiated in the Iota Chi Sigma chapter of Phi Beta Sigma in 2018 in that Jersey Shore area. He's currently serving as the first vice president of the chapter. He's also the program director at the Asbury Park School District, and he also serves as the College Readiness Now Administrator at Brookdale Community College. Please welcome to Greekly Speaking, Justin Artinet. How are you doing today, man? Right. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really well, actually. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm doing well. It's 2021, and you know I'm just happy that we've made it this far into it. <laughs> I'm not going to complain. I think we're all thawed out here in Dallas, so uh, we're we're good, man. What's what? What about the East Coast? Well, you know, here in Jersey, things are as crazy uh, as they have been. You know, we're looking at some some numbers that are not going down as we thought that they would a year later. Uh, but you know, we're we're surviving, and we're glad to still be on the map, so to speak. <laughs> hey, you know, that's that's the best place to be. I don't care where you are. If you're on the map, that, <laughs> that's good, man. Hey, you know, we connected a while back on social media, man. I've got wind of some of the things you guys were doing with your chapter, and I want to dive into that a little bit. But first, you know, on Greekly Speaking, we have to get to know who we're dealing with. I mean, I, I see you representing those, those three letters that I happen to love as well. But, you know, tell us a little bit about your Greek influence. Did you have any any Greeks in the family coming up? None that I knew of. You know, for me, it was, I was a part of a bunch of pre-college programs and a bunch of the Greeks, I didn't know what they were, but they were all over the place uh, as I was trying to figure out what college uh, meant for me. Again, I came from a single parent household. My mother was just determined to make sure that all of her children got to college. <laughs> so basically around 14, 15, 16, around there. Again, even when I got to college, I didn't really know what the community was. And again, although I didn't go in, come into Sigma in undergrad, I did see the influence that the Greeks had over the community, specifically the, the black population on my campus. So uh, no, I didn't have any familial influences, but kind of my extended family definitely served its role. Gotcha, I like that, man. So 2018, how many brothers came in with you? Man, there were a good old seven of us, man. Seven of us. Man. I, I love my seven. Line. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the name of the line? Uh, the best of both worlds. It's funny when the, you think about those things, you're like, yeah, yeah, that's the name. And there's a reason why, but we're going to leave that off of the, <laughs> off of the podcast. Uh, but yeah, the best of both worlds, spring 18. You know, whenever we we touch on that, we there's a lot we have to leave out of the podcast, but that's okay. You know, it is what it is. I love it. it. But what number were you? Oh, of course, I was a good old quad of the, of the squad. I was number four on the line, uh, you know, right smack dab, almost in the middle of, of seven of us. And it was a, a great experience, a great building and bonding experience. And uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. What was your line name? Um, all biz. 
all biz is my line name capital a capital l capital l b i z instagram or facebook you know exactly why they call me that i do all things and i get it all done so um all biz is something that i i've now kind of taken on as a different persona which is weird i guess most of us do that or some of us don't i have no idea but i love my line name it really does fit and reading a, a lot of your content online and seeing what you guys have been involved with man i i think it suits you 100 percent, man so I, i'm not surprised kind of delighted, man. What are some of the community service projects that your chapter is known for in that area? Wow. Well, to be honest with you, a lot of our brothers in our chapter are just fantastic family men, as well as educators and professionals in our respective community. We're known for doing the service before Blue and White. And I think that that's something that's really significant about us is that Although we were recharted in 2016, we've really been running around the state. Like we've been here for the past 50 years. Some of the, the main things that we've done specifically during COVID, uh, we had a, a mask giveaway. We've done some census counting. We've done some voter registration stuff. We've given school supplies to students. We did a, a marathon kind of fundraiser for that. We've done during COVID, thankfully, we've been able to transition into the virtual space. We've had a myriad of different webinars, uh, voter awareness seminars, healthy habits seminars. Uh, I can go on and on, but point is, we're the guys who want to get our hands into everything. And because we're so spread across our service territory, we really do do everything. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's the perfect response because when you're doing work, <laughs> you typically find the people doing the most work are doing almost everything, right? They're involved on multiple committees. They show up when needed, when, when called upon and things like that. So that doesn't surprise me because really that's kind of what Sigmas do. And, <laughs> and, and I love it. But for me though, it, it's kind of cool when the work speaks for itself. I, I saw some of the the, the projects you guys are working with the young men. And I was like, oh man, that that's impressive. You know, when you looking at like that annual young men's empowerment conference, I mean, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So firstly, I, and this wasn't in the intro, so please forgive me, Frat, but I'm also the director of education for the state of New Jersey for the Frat. So the work that I do, of course, I'm an educator in my professional uh, space, but I've been granted the opportunity and the pleasure to serve in my educational capacity as the director of education for the state of New Jersey. So under the guidance of our regional director of education, Brother Janaba Williams, he pulled together and has been pulling together on a yearly basis, him as well as the his chapter Chi Sigma and their 501c3 pull together an empowerment conference for the, for the young men. And it's something to see when we're in person, but just to be able to see what they were able to do virtually, it was very, very good. So being able to affect and reach these young men, again, the Sigma Beta Clubs in New Jersey uh, are, are something to see, man. And I'm just so glad that I get to see these brothers put this action into work on a very close basis. And um, it was definitely something to see, for sure. Have you gotten any feedback from the parents? Just from what we were able to see because of the comments that are happening on Facebook, not only did they have a fantastic set of people coming in to talk to these students about what was going on, we had people that were talking about finances, jobs, careers, we were talking to them about safety, COVID, what goes on now. Um, and the parents are just honestly just grateful that these opportunities exist, specifically during COVID. Because I, I really, as an educator, again, I've seen COVID kind of annihilate our in-person experience. So to see that the brothers under the leadership of Brother Janabu Williams pulled this conference together, it really is just an, an amazement for me as an educator and as a brother. 
talk to us a little bit about your education background, man. So uh, it sounds like it's definitely a field that you're, you're proud of and deservedly so. Talk to us a little bit about that and how did you develop that passion? Um, sure. So uh, again, I am a uh, the program director and a grant administrator, right, in the city of Asbury Park for the school district. So I work in central office, meaning that I work at like headquarters <laughs> for the school district. And uh, uh, so what I do specifically is I am the director of the after school programs. And so I make sure that all the kids have something to do after school if they'd like to do so. So I'm, I'm around teachers and administrators and principals and all these different people. But more importantly, I'm a lifelong learner. So for me, education stems from my mom and her being a single mother and just talking to us about how, again, like I said in the beginning, you got to go to college. You got to go somewhere. I don't care where you go, but you got to go somewhere. So I've always had that innate passion to learn. But now that I'm working in the educational capacity, not only do I have my master's degree and I'm pursuing my PhD in the coming months, but I've seen what education can do to transform lives and families. So for me, I'm around wonderful educators, not only that are brothers, but those who are just individuals who just want to be passionate about having students have a better learning experience. So I have to say that, you know, education for me changed my life, it saved my life. And I I know that that's kind of where I work from. When I was that little kid and I needed these services, how would I would have wanted to be treated? What would I have wanted to see? And I think that that translates really nicely because the students tell me all the time, Mr. A, you know, we really enjoy the, the programs that we have and they, you know, they're a little more candid than that, but for the purposes of, of the podcast, you know, it's, it's something that we as educators, true educators, and I'll, you know, I'll leave that alone, but true educators take seriously because this is the profession that creates all other professions, right? Uh, you cannot go anywhere unless you've gone to school. Now, we understand that college is not for everyone, but higher education is. Whether you're a nail tech, whether you're a carpenter, whether you're an electrician, whether you're an educator, whether you're an architect, you need to get some type of higher education. And I think that we're now in a space because of COVID that that's exemplified, right? Because you, you can for sure sit home and just do nothing, but even those that are sitting home have jobs that require degrees for them to get this stuff done, right? Education for me is kind of the cornerstone of all that I do. And it really does tie nicely in with the amount of service that I, as well as the Brothers of Phi Beta Sigma do for our constituents here in New Jersey. Good work is really something that's appreciated by people that do work, right? And and speaking of service, we mentioned a new program that you guys have in celebration of Women's History Month. Tell us about that. The Iota Chi Sigma chapter of Phi Beta Sigma is so happy to be able to host our Women's History Month webinar, and we've titled it Her Stride, Her Story. We, we know that this is the year of the woman, right? You know, and this is not just because Vice President Kamala Harris, member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, Story Incorporated, is our vice president. That is one example of the strength of womanhood in this past year, and we're looking to celebrate women in and out of our networks. And so I, I definitely have all the information sent over to you um, and registration is required for the event. It is happening on March 13th. Uh, that's a Saturday. So just put it out there now. It's a Saturday. People don't want to, I want people to hurt me. Um, but it's from noon, 12 p.m. noon to 1.30. Uh, we have five phenomenal uh, powerhouse women that are speaking with us to talk about some of the most incredible <laughs> things that they've done. These are pioneers in, in their in their in their sectors, respectively. And again, I will go through each of them, but I don't want to do any of them injustice. So if you really want to know who these women are, please go ahead and join us on March 13th at 12 noon. I really appreciate it. And we'll be happy to support anything you guys have going on, man, and collaborate with you as well, because it sounds like it's gonna be a very impactful event. 
and we can't wait to hear how it actually turns out. And speaking of impacts, obviously we see the impacts that your chapter is making on the community there. What impacts would you say Phi Beta Sigma's had on your life in general? Wow, that's a that's a heavy question. And immediately as you said that, I got struck with uh, goosebumps because uh, Phi Beta Sigma for me is, is is more than a brotherhood, right? Because there are like in a brotherhood, you know, there are people that don't get along, and there are people who argue, fuss, fight, and do all the other craziness. But uh, Phi Beta Sigma for me uh, represents an elevated experience in Black manhood. And when I say that, I mean that. The collegiate experience is one thing and the frat experience is another, but when you're able to bring together men who understand the power of their thought process, that's why being a brotherhood of conscious men really struck me because I'm just like, let's see, let's see if this is true. You know, and coming from an environment where I was raised by all women, I do have a younger brother who's an alpha, by the way, we'll leave that alone. That'll be another podcast for another day. But you know, we, we've grown up with very few male influences. If anything, we've only grown up with the example of what not to do. And so Brothers of Phi Beta Sigma have always stood out to be beacons of, 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 of light for me and pillars of strength in my communities, whether they were educators or whether they were school teachers, whether they were uh, engineers, whatever they were, they knew to be humble. And they came to each of us with the level of respect that we were due. They met us right where we were. So Phi Beta Sigma for me is um, so much more than a body of, of brothers. It is really just, you know, a, a, a safe space for brothers who are looking to really do some good work. And that's been reflected in all that we're doing now. I mean, you saw, or hope, I hope that you saw the Founders Day celebration and all that these brothers have been able to pull together. You know, it's it's just showing that we can be a refined group of men of color and uh, we, we can be there to lead our communities. And I think that Sigma is a good representation of that. And in that vein, hey, if, if your brother's anything like you, man, we definitely want to have him on the show, too, because it looks like your mom's put some good work in, man. Give it a shout out for, for us, man. And so last question for us, man. If there is someone who is considering going Greek, what advice would you give them? Besides do your research? Do I, can I, I can't, I'm not going to give that answer. I'm not going to give that answer. I think that's just too generic. Um, someone who wants to go Greek. My caveat will be whether you're going into the collegiate space or into the graduate chapter space, expect to actually do service. Expect to actually want to and, and be able to impact your communities in a positive way. I think that the, the tide is changing now for the perception of what Black Greek life looks like. But generally speaking, it's, you know, oh, they, they, they stepping and strolling. And, and again, I do all of that too. I love all of that. But during COVID, we realized that we've had to make a shift from all of the social activities to many of the service activities that we kind of have been putting in the back of our minds, right? And I think that going Greek now for whatever reason uh, has been, especially in the grad chapters, have been popularized, right? Now all of a sudden people are, oh yeah, this is, this is fun to do. And I think that that's a great way to kind of boost our visibility, but I really wanna make sure that we can keep the sanctity of why our organizations were founded and that is to serve our communities. With these different letters, they, they, they hold weight and they do, they are heavy, which is why I wear them with pride. But the, the load that we lift off of our constituents' shoulders by actually giving them good service is so much more worth it to me. So, and I'd like for people to see that side of Greek life um, that we're now able to explore explore in a very different way thanks to COVID um, respectfully, because I know COVID was crazy. <laughs> it is crazy because it's still happening, but um, that's the advice that I would give. Hey, I love it, man. And if there was anyone in that Jersey area who was 
interested in going Greek and probably wanted to learn a little bit more, how would they get in contact with you or your chapter? Oh, sure. Yeah, we, uh, so my Facebook is just my name, Justin Artinet. It's basically public. As you, I, I don't even think that anything is restricted there, but that's the easiest way to get in contact with me. I have an Instagram. It's, uh, my tag is Mr. Dot Artinet is my last name. I, I, I think we will be engaging with you for sure, man. Justin Artinet, first vice president, Iota Chi Sigma chapter in that Jersey Shore area. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for spending a couple of minutes to talk to us here on Greekly Speaking. We wish you success with your upcoming Women's Day celebration. Her story, I love the twist on that. And if there's anything we can do, like I said, to support you and your cause, just give us a buzz, okay? Thank you, brother. Thank you for the platform and thank you for the invitation. I really appreciate it.